0: Today we're going to look at the event, the time of the event, the purpose of the event. We read in the book of Genesis the first promise of the Redeemer, Genesis 3.15, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel interesting statement Christ made we read in Mark chapter 14 in verse 3 and being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper he Jesus said at meat there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard very precious precious. and she she broke the box and poured it on his head And there was some that had indignation within themselves and said, Why was this waste of the ointment made? For it might have been sold for more than three hundred pence and have been given to the poor. And they murmured against her. And Jesus said, Let her alone, why trouble ye her? She hath wrought a good work on me. For ye have the poor with you always, and whensoever ye will You may do them good, but me you have not always. She hath done what she could. She has come aforehand to anoint my body for the burying. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever the gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she hath done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her. And I dare say that's not carried out oftentimes. We're going to look this morning at the crucifixion day. The world calls Good Friday. Christ was not crucified on no Friday. Too much evidence otherwise. In the Gospel of Matthew, the 12th chapter. couldn't be any plainer for the mathematicians of this world so called verse 40 of Matthew 12 for as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly so shall the son of man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth Peter tells us he preached in prison spirits in prison goes on to talk about the Nineveh and Matthew's Gospel again, the twenty-seventh chapter, the sixty-second verse. Now, the next day, that followed the day of the preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees came together to unto Pilate, saying, "Sir, we remember that that deceiver said, while he was yet alive, after three days I will rise again." <clears throat> Command, therefore, that a sepulcher, the, the sepulcher be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say unto him, He is risen from the dead, so the last year shall be worse than the first. Now, they knew that it was three days and three nights that he was talking about. After three days, he'd rise again. They knew all about it. But thanks to the harlot at Rome, We have Easter and Good Friday, which you won't find in Scripture. In the books of Chronicles, you find the pages of names, men and women, genealogies, and they're all accurate. We don't find much about Christ in his youth, other than he was born in Bethlehem, went up with his parents into Jerusalem, Of the feast of Passover and lingered there, and they found him about three days later. With all that Scripture records, you will not find anything about him being crucified on a Friday. The world devotes the week of Passion, rabbits, colored eggs, Good Friday, Easter. It's not according to Scripture. From what I understand, all the translations teach the same thing. Now, the first big problem, Christ was the Creator. And He's called the Word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything that was made. He could not have been loose with his words. I mean, just, to, we, to, we all talk, we add things to it. Christ could not have been. That saying, the word that proceeded from him spoke the worlds into existence. When Lazarus was brought forth, he said Lazarus brought, come forth, or else probably the whole grave, all the graves would have opened. And the, Gospel, Luke, the 16th chapter, he talks about Lazarus and the rich man, and he quotes what Abraham said Abraham said unto the rich man, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went to them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, if they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one should rise, come from the, rose from the dead. That had to be factual, or Christ is a liar. If Christ is a liar, we have no Savior. No, Christ had to be perfect with his words and with his speech. Uh, maybe you call it impeccable. Unerring. It must be that way. From Friday to sunset—no, excuse me—from Friday sunset when Christ was supposedly put in the tomb, until to Sunday morning sunrise, you can't get seventy-two hours out of it. But three days and three nights is seventy-two hours. These are half truths at best. Going back to what the tempter said to Mama Eve, your eyes shall be open. Eyes was not open. Mark, Mark's Gospel, chapter 9, verse 31. The Son of Man is delivered into the hands of men, and they shall kill him, and after that he shall be killed, he shall rise the third day. How many does it take? Chapter 10, verse 34. <clears throat> and they shall mock him and scourge him and shall spit on him and shall kill him. And the third day he shall rise again. All these would be lies. Or the harlot at Rome's propagating the big lie, which is the fact. There were that week. Two Sabbaths. Now they had annual Sabbaths, like we have holidays. The Fourth of July could be on a Monday, could be on a Friday, any any day of the week. In the Gospel of John, the nineteenth chapter, verse thirty and thirty-one. <clears throat> the Jews, therefore, because it was a preparation that the body should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day, for that Sabbath day was an high day. That's it could be any day of the week, but it was a Sabbath. A Sabbath means a rest. They did not do any work. They they came to Christ in verse thirty-two and break the legs of the first and of the other that was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus, they saw that he was dead already, and they break not his legs. Well, the the Passover lamb could not have a bone broken. Christ is going to fulfill all that. What was this preparation? It was a different Sabbath. It was an annual Sabbath. Like I said, it could be any day of the week. Now, over in the 23rd chapter of the book of Leviticus, verse 4 these are the feasts of the Lord even holy convocations which ye shall proclaim in their season in the fourteenth day of the first month at even is the Lord's Passover and on the fifteenth day of the same month is the feast of unleavened bread one went directly into the other and to the Lord seven days you must eat unleavened bread Like I can say, that preparation was a different Sabbath. These things had their roots in the original Sabbath in Egypt, which is in Exodus chapter 12. Now, clarifying this Passover, the blood of the lamb was put upon the lintel and the doorpost. And when the destroying angel saw the Blood, his God's wrath passed over. The angel passed over. No no harm came to those that was in the house. In verse 3, Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take them, every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. It had to be taken on the tenth day. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbors next unto him take it according to the number of souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your lamb, your account for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year you shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it upon the two side posts. And on the upper posts of the houses wherein in they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat it, eat not of it raw nor sodden with water, but roast with fire and its head and its legs, and with all the pertness thereof. And ye shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning ye shall burn with fire. And thus shall ye eat it with your loins girded and with your shoes on your feet and your staff in your hand. And ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and shall smite the firstborn of the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. At the time of the crucifixion, uh, back, to, back to the Gospel of John, chapter 19, verse 14. And it was a preparation of the Passover in about the sixth hour, and he saith unto the Jews, Behold your king. And they cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate saith unto them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. That's where they rejected him. Would not have this man reign over them. Mark 16 and 1. And when the Sabbath was passed, past, and Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint them. They didn't get a chance to. When could they have made up their spices? They couldn't do no work. If Christ was crucified on Wednesday, they rested Thursday. That was the preparation. They worked Friday. They rested again Saturday, which was the original Sabbath. It all fits very well. Perfectly. That's they would, they would have been working. You had to, to to put the spices together. They couldn't do that. They had to do it on an off day, not on a Sabbath. A Sabbath means a rest. Two Sabbaths in between. With with that one day in between. Excuse me. Wednesday, he was crucified, nailed to the cross. What I understand, what they call the third hour. There was darkness over the land from six o'clock to nine o'clock. That's what I understand. Acts chapter twelve, verse one through four talks about Easter. See there, Easter's in the Bible. No, that it's, in the original language, it's Pascha, which points to the Passover lamb. Christ was that lamb. He was crucified on Wednesday. It was a, prepara- a preparation day. Thursday was the annual Sabbath. Friday was a normal day. It would have been a day to make the spices. Saturday was the weekly Sabbath of rest. And, of course, he comes forth from the tomb the first day of the week. Now, that's another thing you've got to consider. When does the day begin? With us at 12 o'clock. That's not the original. The book of Genesis says the evening and the morning were the first day. And the evening and the morning were the second day. Chapter 1 of Genesis, verse 8. Verse 5 is the first day. The sunset begins the new day. Christ come forth on what we would call Saturday night at sunset. That's keeping everything in line with Scripture. Now let's go to the Gospel of John, the twelfth chapter. Look at all the things that were fit together. Verse 1, Then six days before the Passover came, then Jesus six days before the Passover came to Bethany where Lazarus was, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. And incidentally, we know that the they was wanting to kill Christ and they wanted to kill Lazarus too six days before passover now we they lay up that lamb at ten o'clock the tenth the day this wasn't that day yet. the tenth day was when they rejected him in the gospel of Luke, 19th chapter. (laughs) And they brought him, verse 35, well, verse 34, and they said, Lord hath need of him. That's the cold. And they brought him to Jesus, and they cast their garments upon the colt, and they set Jesus thereon, and he went away, and they spread their clothes in the way. And when he was come, nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works which he had seen, saying, Blessed be the King that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. They could have accepted him as their king. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. They didn't want him to be king. And he answered and said, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it saying, If thou hadst known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thine eyes. What they could have had. For the day shall come upon thee that thine enemies shall cast a trench about the incapacity about, and keep thee on every side. They're just going to lock them up in the city and starve them out. And lay thee even with the ground, and thy children with thee, and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another, because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. He called it his father's house, and after this time he said, Your house is left unto you desolate. Back to the Gospel of John, the the twelfth chapter. Verse eight. For the poor, you. Know, verse nine. Much people of the Jews therefore knew that he was there, and that came not for Jesus' sake, but that they almost see, might also see they might see Lazarus also, whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief priests consulted that they might put Lazarus to, also to death. Because by the reason of him, many of the Jews went away and believed on Jesus. On the next day, much people that were coming to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches and palm trees. And that's, of course, what we just read. Same thing. We see the king presented, offered, rejected. Simple as that. What they And they still reject Him, of course, to this day. And, of course, the world still says He was crucified on Friday. We looked a minute ago at this woman that poured out this ointment upon Him. We read about how in the Old Testament times the priest would pass off the order of priesthood to the others it had to be done ceremonial kings were anointed by the prophet for example Samuel anointed Saul the first king Samuel also anointed David over in the book of first Kings chapter 19 First, first second Kings. First Kings nineteen and verse fifteen And the Lord said unto him, This is Elijah he's speaking to, go return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when thou comest anoint Hazel to be king over Syria. That's another country, another land. But the Lord told him, anoint him king. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shalt thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shabat, and Abel, Meholah, shalt thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. And it shall come to pass that him that escapeth from the sword of Hazel shall Jehu slay, and him that escapeth from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha say. The way that the Lord does things, he has one to anoint, which is to set aside one to, for a certain task. That woman that poured that box of ointment upon Christ was anointing him for this order. That's, that's what Christ even said that was all God's plan Christ would arrive on what we call Friday it was the next day is Saturday the Jewish Sabbath Christ was made made that day what's called the tri- triumphal entry into Jerusalem the, That day was also mentioned in the book of Daniel, the ninth chapter. He was offered and refused. How was he refused? Because they did not accept him. When you don't accept him, you reject him. It's like if you don't accept Christ for a Savior, you reject him. It's that simple. So the people of Israel had Christ there on the tenth day, which is Saturday. The 11th day which is Sunday, the 12th day which was Monday, the 13th day which is Tuesday, the 14th day which was Wednesday, which was the day that the paschal lamb was to be sacrificed. 3 days and 3 nights later was the was when Christ rose from the tomb. Matthew 28, I think we just read this. Matthew 28, 1 and 2. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was, or the marginal note, had been a great earthquake. For the angel of the Lord had descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And the fear for the fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. That's that watch they were afraid. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not, ye for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, he is risen, as he said, Come. See the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is arisen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. And there shall ye see him. Lo, have I told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy. And did run and bring the disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them saying all hail and they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him then said Jesus unto them be not afraid and go tell my brethren that they go unto Galilee and there shall they see me everything fits precisely together now as it said the word Again, to dawn toward the first day of the week. First day of the week is the Lord's Day, our Sunday. Sabbath is the Saturday. The word dawn points to the shining or the moon because Passover always occurs on a full moon. But at any rate, Christ had already risen from the tomb Saturday evening at sunset. It's the only thing it fits well. In Mark chapter sixteen and two, did we just read that? Yeah, Mark Mark sixteen and two. Yeah, we just read it. When the Sabbath was past, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, he came to his sepulcher at the rising of the sun. But he had already risen, he's, he's already out of the tomb. John's Gospel, the, again, the 20th chapter, the first verse. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early, and it was yet dark to the sepulchre, and and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulchre, then she runneth com- cometh to Peter and the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and saith to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, we know not what they have made him. It's clear when he, when this was first day of the week, he had already rose from the tomb, he's already out of it. The three days and three nights had been expired. What other evidence do we have that Christ was crucified on a Wednesday? Now, the world looks at you like you're crazy when you tell them that. According to Jewish history, I've even mentioned this before, Jewish tradition, their, their culture, even today. Now, the, the the Muslims say they killed Jews on one day and Christians on another that comes from a custom of the Jews they marry virgins on Wednesday and widows on Thursday it fits very well with scripture Christ died for the church his virgin church Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. His church is to be a virgin. He purchased it on a Wednesday. As I said, widows were married on Thursday. Virgins were married, united in marriage on Wednesday. Lastly, in the book of Matthew, the 27th chapter, Verse 51. Well, let's back up a little bit. Verse 50. Jesus, when he had cried with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. Now, he had already made it plain. No man could take his life from him. That's in the Gospel of John, the 10th chapter. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. This is the great Creator. Indeed, nothing could happen until He said so. I have the power to lay it down. I have the power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost, and behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from top to bottom. And the earth did quake, and the rocks rent, and graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept rose, and came out of the graves after the resurrection, and went into the holy city and appeared. Now, anybody... We have all the history about this event. The world likes to say it's not so, but there's too much history written about it. Reading this morning, I think it's not too many, less than 100 years ago, they was looking in the land before the children of Israel walked through in the Exodus and they came to where Balaam was hired by Balak to curse the Jews. They found written on the wall exactly what scripture had said how that Balaam son of Beor had tried to curse the children of Israel what I'm saying is the world likes to say these things didn't happen but archaeology proves them to be so it takes time in the events concerning Daniel and the third ruler in the kingdom in the days of Belshazzar they found writings that attested to that very fact we read about Balaam in verse 24 of the book of Numbers. He wanted to curse Israel. He was hired to curse Israel, but God wouldn't allow him to do it. He even said, All that the Lord speaketh, that I must do. That's in chapter 23, verse 25 and 26. Over and over again, we hear... Excerpts from archaeology. They prove that the things that the Bible wrote long ago was true. As I said lastly in Matthew 27 and 51, I just just read that, I'll go back and read it again. The veil of the temple was rent in twain from top to bottom. Man, if he was going to tear it, would have had to start at the bottom and gone to the top. Only God could have done it. This granted man access to the holiest place of all. Did not any longer have to go to the priest. But one thing I always wondered, would the ark have been visible well, they probably didn't have the ark at that time anyway. From what I understand, it was taken. But the priest, according to the Old Testament law, if if God had been there, he would have died. He, I mean, he was not to look upon the face of the Lord. A lot of interesting things there. But regardless... Christ was crucified on a Wednesday. It's the only thing it fits. He was taken down at sunset, placed in the tomb, and three days three nights later he arose from the tomb. Anyway, that's all I have for the first part of crucifixion day, the the time which was Wednesday.